Let us pray. Father, we thank you for the, again for this time that you've allowed us to come together and just to dive into your word. And Father, as we dive into your word right now, that we just declare that strongholds come fall down and that we would understand that there's another in the fire with us tonight. And that there's another in the fire through this everything that's going on in the world right now, the sickness, the disease, the panic, everything. We know there's another in the fire with us. We just declare that in your name. Amen. Alright, so if you have your Bibles, open those up or turn those on. We're going to be hanging out in the book of Daniel, cha uh, chapter 3. Um, if you've been on it, Facebook or um, those of you on the youth in Instagram, uh, I've been really playing up this, this message tonight. Um, it's one that I'm really excited about. It's one that I... I know that we really need right now in this this time that we're in in this in the world, and I wanted to start by uh, kind of giving y'all a bit of a visual here. Um, now I haven't really actually been persecuted per se for my faith, but there has been a time there have been times where I've had to defend that faith, and one of those times was. My second semester at JSU, this was the semester of the tornado, um, we had a paper that we had to write for our diversity and cultural education class. And one of the things that we had to write about was something that pertained to us and how we would address that in the classroom. And, you know, I had that opportunity to just defend my faith and just you know, even though if there's a person of another faith in my class, I would still show them the Christian love that we're supposed to show to all people, regardless of what religion or what race they're a part of. And I, I tried to get that, pervade, convey that rather, in my, my um, paper that I wrote. And I really got a really good grade on that, actually. It was like, I think it was a 90 or 95. But the point of that was, the thing that came out of that was my teacher that was over the class, she read that and she she looked at it and she was like, those were some very interesting points and those were some very good points that, you know, some others have never pointed out before. And just through that, I had the opportunity to defend my faith and, you know, she was agnostic and, you know, just to kind of have that opportunity to defend my faith and to to share that with others it was kind of a huge thing to me. And, you know, in James chapter 1, verses 2 through 4, um, I'm going to read that to y'all real quick before we get into our main passage. But in James chapter 1, verses 2 through 4, um, he, he says, Count it joy, my brothers, when you meet trials of various kinds, for you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness, and that steadfast, let steadfastness have its full effect, that you may be complete, perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. And, you know, the main point that we get out of that is to count it joy when our faith is tested. And so that brings us to our first point, that, that we often face trials in our life to strengthen our faith. And one of the one example of that is in the Old Testament in Daniel chapter three, with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and we're going to get into that passage um, as we 
go ahead and get into that passage. Um, but, but before that, um, you know, it kind of, in the end of chapter 2, we see that, you know, a request from the, of the king made by Daniel, where he appointed Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego over the affairs of the province of Babylon. And so, we're going to kind of see what kind of transpires in Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego's testimony, and how we can kind of apply that to our lives and what we're dealing with right now. So if you would, um, Daniel chapter 3, starting with verse 1, says this. Excuse me. There we go. King Nebuchadnezzar made an image of gold, whose height was 60 cubits, and its breadth 6 cubits. He set it up on the plain of Dura, in the province of Babylon. Then King Nebuchadnezzar gathered the satraps, the perfects, the governors, the counselors, the treasurers, the justices, the magistrates, and all the officials of the provinces to come to the dedication of the image that King Nebuchadnezzar had set up. Then the satraps, the perfects, the governors, the counselors, the treasurers, the justices, the magistrates, and all the officials of the provinces of the, gathered for the dedication of the image that King Nebuchadnezzar had set up. And they stood before that image that King Nebuchadnezzar had set up. And they proclaimed, the herald proclaimed aloud, You are commanded, O peoples, nations, and languages, <clears throat> that when you hear the sound of the horn, the pipe, the lyre, the trigon, the harp, the bagpipe, and every kind of music, you are to fall down and to worship the golden image that King Nebuchadnezzar has set up. And whoever does not fall down and worship shall immediately be cast into a burning, fiery furnace. Therefore, as soon as all the peoples heard the sound of the horn, the pipe, the lyre, the trigon, the harp, the bagpipe, and every kind of music, all the peoples, nations, and languages fell down and worshipped the golden image that King Nebuchadnezzar had set up. Therefore, at the certain time, that certain time, that time, certain Chaldeans came forward and maliciously accused the Jews. They declared to King Nebuchadnezzar, "O King, live forever! You, O King, have made a decree that every man who hears the sound of the horn, the pipe, the lyre." the trigon, the harp, the bagpipe, and every kind of music shall fall down and worship the golden image. And whoever does not fall down and worship shall be cast into the, a burning, fiery furnace. There are certain Jews who have, whom you have appointed over the affairs of the province of Bad, Babylon, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. These men, O king, pay no attention to you. They do not serve your gods are worship the golden image that you have set up. Then King Nebuchadnezzar, in a furious rage, commanded that Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego be brought up. So they brought the men, these men before the king. Nebuchadnezzar answered, answered and said to them, Is it true, O Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, that you do not serve my gods or worship the golden image that I have set up? Now if you are ready... When you hear the sound of the horn, the pipe, the lyre, the trigon, the harp, the bagpipe, and every kind of music to fall down and worship the image that I have made, well and good. 
But if you do not worship, you shall be immediately cast into a burning, fiery furnace. And who is the God who will deliver you out of my hands? Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego answered and said to the king, O Nebuchadnezzar, we have no need to answer to you in this matter. If this be so, our God, whom we serve, we have no need, will be able to, we serve as able to deliver us from the burning fiery furnace, and he will deliver us out of your hand, O king. But if not, let it be, be it known to you, O king, that we will not serve your gods or worship the golden image that you have set up. Then Nebuchadnezzar was filled with fury, and the expression of his face was changed against Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. He ordered the furnace heated seventy or seven times more than it was usually heated. And he ordered some of the mighty men of his army to bind Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and cast them into the burning fiery furnace. Then these men were bound in their cloaks, their tunics, their hats, and their other garments, and they were thrown into the burning fiery furnace. Because the king's order was urgent and the fire furnace overheated, the flame of the fire killed those men who, who took up Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And these three men, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, fell bound into the burning fiery furnace. But then King Nebuchadnezzar was astonished and rose up in haste. He declared to the, his counselors, Did we not cast three men bound into the fire? They answered and said to him, to the king, True, O king. And he answered and said, But, the, but I see four men unbound walking in the midst of the fire, and they are not hurt, and the appearance of the fourth is like a son of the gods. Then Nebuchadnezzar came near to the door of the burning fiery furnace, and he declared, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, servants of the Most High God, come, come out and come here. Then Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego came out from the fire. And the satraps, the perfects, the governors, and the king's counselors gathered together and saw that the fire had not had any power over the bodies of those men. The hair of their heads was not singed, nor their, and their cloaks were not harmed, and no smell of the fire had come upon them. Nebuchadnezzar answered and said, Blessed be the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who has sent his angel and delivered his servants, who trusted in him and set aside the king's command, and yielded up their bodies rather than serve and worship any god except their own God. Therefore, I make a decree. Any people, nation, or language that speaks anything against the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego will be, shall be torn limb from limb and their houses laid in ruins, for there is no other God who is able to rescue in this way. Then the king promoted Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in the province of Babylon. So, in the passage... We see that King Nebuchadnezzar, and to kind of shorten things up a little bit, we're going to call him King Ned. Okay? So King Ned had an image made, and he forced people to worship it by issuing a decree. And anyone who did not follow this decree would be thrown into a fiery furnace. The Chaldeans 
ended up ratting out the Jews because to King King Ned for worshiping God rather than the golden statue that King King Ned made, and it made King Ned enraged. And just like then, we see that persecution is rampant. Excuse me, in our world today. So here's some of the ways that we see persecution. One is verbal abuse and name calling. And you know, this is often the biggest thing that occurs, especially with our middle school and our high school students. You know, we see it all the time. Um, this is often students belittling, you know, atheists, for example, belittling Christians for our faith. And we see that so often in, you know, in schools and in, even in college, you see it sometimes, you know, and even on Facebook, it's common on Facebook to see that. And then the second one is social outcasting and bullying. And sometimes, you know, people can take this, the whole name calling and bullying and verbal abuse, they can take it a bit, a step further by having people socially outcast us from their groups or their cliques, or even, you know, take it further by inflicting physical harm on our bodies. You know, I haven't personally seen, you know, the bullying side of this, but, you know, in Matthew 10, 28 through 33, I'm not going to read the passage, y'all can read that on your own, but it says, do not be afraid, the gist of it says, do not be afraid of those who may inflict physical harm on our bodies, but rather, be afraid, and this is a respectful, reverent fear, rather than, you know, a, a fear of anxiety, so to say of God, who can justly destroy our souls because of sin, creating a rift between us and God. Now remember that Jesus bridges that gap so that we can spend eternity with God. And then lastly, this, this is also often most commonly seen in the Middle East, is death. You know, in, in the New Testament times, it was, you know, Paul, or that people being stoned. And today... You know, we see it as, it can be a little bit of anything. It can be, you know, any way that, you know, especially Muslims have seen. We've seen it in the Middle East especially, that this happens. And Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, as we said earlier, were, were singled out by these Chaldeans. And they were appointed by, they, they were appointed to Babylonian affairs by King Ned. And when these three stood their ground in their faith, King Ned ordered that furnace to be turned up seven times the normal heat to make an example out of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And that brings us to our next point, that the enemy often tries to use the trials meant to strengthen our faith to burn us out of it. Now what that means is that, for example, in our country right now, Satan is trying to use this virus that's going around to burn us out of our faith, to make us turn against our faith rather than turn into our faith in Christ. And honestly, I've seen a lot of people turn into their faith, but there are those that still turn out of their faith and they're burnt out because the world tells them that they there, there's this is something that God made. This is God's fault. Why are you still worshiping God 
and it burns them out of their faith. So we see that when the men who had bound Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego took them to the furnace, these men who served in King Ned's army were burned alive instantly. That's how hot that furnace was. So say it's like, I don't know, say 350, like when you're, you're turning your oven on to bake some cookies, for example. And you have it on 350, 375, somewhere. We'll just say 350 for, for our sake. They turned it up seven times that. So you're looking at maybe 22, 2300 right there. Degrees. That this furnace was turned up. And it burned the, the guys who threw them in the furnace instantly. But then we see that King Notice, King Ned rather, notices a fourth person in that furnace with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And that all three men were unbound. The four men, the four people in there, were walking in the furnace. And then he then declares God the God of the land. And as you see in a couple chapters later, he then goes against that again and throws Daniel into the lion's den. But that's a different story for a different day. But God was in the midst of the fire with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And just like in that time, God is always with us in the midst of our trials. Which brings us to our next point, that there is another in the fire with us, and that is God. You know, just like we sang earlier, there's another in the fire standing next to me. And there's another in the water holding back the seas. God is with us in our situations. God is in us with us in this situation right now with the virus spreading around rapidly. He's with us when we could because we know that we cannot meet, but that we are to be still be the church right now. And he's providing us a way to do that by going on Facebook Live and creating podcasts and all that other good stuff that we can do. And we see that God led them out of the fire unharmed. And we see that Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego placed their trust in God to allow them to make it through. Which brings us to our final point, that when we place our trust in God, who is in the fire with us, He will bring us through and thus strengthening our faith. You know, personally, I've had times where my faith has been tested. And it's especially been tested in this time. You know, I've had, I've had two tests turn in this week. Just this week alone. And the anxiety level, the stress level has been super high for me. But we have to place our trust in God. In this time, and in every situation that we face. I don't know where y'all are right now. And what y'all are going through. What anxiety you're facing. What fear you're facing. You know, what, whatever. Especially right now in this time where there's so much uncertainty. You know, we, we sang about it earlier. That there's an uncertainty in this world right now. And... I don't know where y'all are in that. But what we can take away from Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego's story is that 
we can place our trust in God. Just like we mentioned last week, you know, he gives us peace that surpasses all understanding. Well, this week we were looking at it from this point that, you know, he's in the fire with us. So we're not alone. Even when we think we're alone and we think we can, we're doing it on our own, God's with us. And that's the point I want y'all to get tonight is that, you know, no matter what you're facing, we're not alone. And again, like I said, I don't know y'all's situations tonight, but I just want to take some time to pray about, you know, everyone's situations that we're going through right now. There's so much uncertainty out here in the world. There's so much anxiety that this disease is causing everyone in the country. And I just want to pray about that. And then we've got one more song that we've got. It. We've got um, as in kind of an invitation slash reflection song. And during this song, I want y'all to kind of think. You know, I want to. If you're for a believer, here's what I want y'all to think about. You know, just leaning into your faith in Christ. Leaning into that trust that you have in Christ. And for the non-believer who's watching this or listening to this right now, I want y'all to ponder, you know, what's holding you back? You know, the same God who rescued Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego from the fire, from the furnace that was almost 2,500 degrees is the same God that is with us right now in this disease, in this virus, in, in this world right now, in the midst of our anxiety that we're facing. And so, again, this last song that we're going to do is called Run to the Father. And... It's such a powerful song, and it's been really speaking to me the, these last couple of weeks since, you know, the virus has really ramped up, and, you know, we've all, we're all carrying a burden right now. I don't know what your burden is that you're carrying. If you want to message me later and talk about that, we can. But we're all carrying a burden, but when we run to the Father, we fall into grace. He is our surgeon. He's our friend. And we declare it. We we're going we're gonna to declare that to, in just a moment. I'm sorry, Roxy's He's trying to, <laughs> uh, I guess, get in on the message or say an, uh, an amen or something. I don't know. Anyway, um, we're going to declare that, you know, we, we want to run to the Father. So, um, as we do that, let me pray. And then we will uh, sing the song real quick.